welcome to another episode of Throne Controllers Podcast. I'm Bats, and as always, I'm joined by the Cryptic Case. You know, Case, you doing? I'm doing good. That's very I, cryptic of you. I'm, I'm, I can't I'm, tell if you're doing well or not. I, I was just thinking, I, I don't ever get to give you titles. You don't give me titles what? Like, you know, I'm the Cryptic Case, I don't get to be like, you're the Bats of Batsiness. Because apparently you are not very imaginative. <laughs> That's it's right. Bats and Bats Town. From Bats Filled. Bats with baseball bats. He's a bat-in-eater. Yeah. All right. Well, feel free to throw one out if you ever think of one. Maybe. So um, we we skipped last week, man, because somebody was well, No, sick. no, no. We didn't skip it. Yeah. What did we do? It was canceled. Oh. Oh, rain delay. It was canceled. All right. Tickets yes. will not be refunded. That's right. So, so, so you had two weeks of gaming to talk about. So, so what have you been playing, man? Diablo 3. Really? Yep. Is that all? That's it. Well, um, do you want to talk about it at all? Do you think everyone out there knows what it is? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is. I'm sure they're playing it. So, Diablo 3, third in the series, blah, blah, blah. Um, do you like it? I do like it. It's Diablo. So here's the thing. I was, I was thinking about this today and I'm like, Oh, this is very Diablo. And, um, I was trying to figure out whether that, I mean, I'm satisfied with that and I like it. I'm enjoying it, but I was wondering if that was a good or bad thing. And I thought, you know, if they tried to be innovative and make some sweeping changes, I think people would have been upset. But then I, you know, I'm looking at what they do. I mean, Starcraft two. It's more StarCraft, just better looking. Diablo 3, it's more Diablo, just better looking. This isn't a bad thing. This is actually kind of what I wanted. But if everybody did that, I wonder if I would just get bored. So I'm, Call of Duty, Mass Effect 2. I like Mass Effect 2. It's my favorite of the Mass Effects. I'm just saying it's it's a common occurrence in the sequel world. Right. So, you know, I I mean, even some of, a lot of the sound effects are pulled right from the original Diablo, which gives me like an eerie flashback when I hear those sounds, like drinking a potion or something. Oh, yeah. But I like it. So, um, I'm enjoying it. The question it. is, if they're just rehashing graphics, why did it take so long to write the damn thing? I don't know. They, started, they said they started in like, I think, 2002 or something. Yeah. They said uh, the Duke Nukem. No. So, I mean, it's definitely so far, I'm enjoying it. Um, just like I said, I played a barbarian. How's your finger? Uh, it's well, for walking, you can just hold it down. When you're attacking, you click. That's fine. Oh, so it's not as clicky as clicky you can be? No. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Click, 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 click. I'm sure, but I have my headphones on. I'm sure if anybody else, you know, was standing nearby, they'd hear click, 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 click. I'm sure it sounds pretty stupid. Yes, it probably does. I mean, most things coming emanating from your general direction sounds pretty stupid. What, like you standing next to me talking? Yes. Whenever I'm near you, your gravity of intelligence just sucks away any words I can say. My gravity intelligence? That makes it sound like I'm the son of intelligence and all intelligence falls into my gravitational field, that's making what, you planetoids the stupid ones. That was what I was going for. I'm going to name you... Way, way to um, describe exactly what I was saying. Out of the planetoids, I think you're going to be... Uranus. Oh man, that's going to be Pluto, because then I could be like, am I a planet? Am I not a planet? Am I a planet? Am I not a planet? No, you're a planetoid. Oh, okay. I am a toid. 
That is well known. You're in the Kuiper Belt. Awesome. So while I'm in the Kuiper Belt, do I do I get to play Diablo three? If you want to, oh. I I um I you recommend I sent, it. I I I I think it's great. I sent you when you buy the game, they give you these three really nice cardboard cards uh, to give out to people that little let them play through the first uh, act. I sent you one. Yeah, I didn't do anything with it. No, no, no. Well, I did actually. I I went back and had to refigure out my password for Battle.net. <laughs> and that's as far as I got. Well, you can always jump in. So not only have I, I played the, I've been playing the single player quite a bit. Um, I played some co-op too. <gasps> yeah. So, um, co-op actually really easy to jump in and out. If you are, if you, you know, you friended someone on Battle.net. Um, and, and depending on your settings, like I have my game open to friend, people on my friends list, they just hop in and the game just announces it. And that person hops into town and in town you have a banner. Uh, they can click on the banner. It will warp them to wherever you are. Um, it doesn't matter if they've just started the game and you're way far ahead or if you join their game and it's way at the beginning. So, uh, I did try it both ways to see if it would work, um, uh, depending on, you know, who was, uh, farther along or not. And, um, it worked both ways and, uh, it was, uh, it was good. Um, it's really, really clear. I couldn't figure out, um, I don't believe there's a chat feature. I mean, I think there's a typing chat feature, but, uh, easily fixed by either using your, uh, Steam, uh, Steam account or, um, I just popped open, um, Skype and just chat through that. Yeah. There's many, uh, gaming chat programs out there too. Yeah. So not bad. Worked well. Um, the, the one thing about it is in, in co-op is that, so let's say I kill uh, an enemy, right? Yeah. Now, that'd, that'd, that'd be a first. Right. In, in any online multiplayer game, you got the problem of gold and loot. Now, some games have done it where when I pick up gold, it gets split, whatever, whatnot. What Diablo actually does is whatever I see on my screen is my loot and my gold. And... Uh, st- the, the loot for the other person will show up on their screen. So, like, I can walk through an area, kill everybody, pick up everything, pick it clean, and that person can walk through the area, and there'll be loot scattered around for them. So, like, it, it somehow doesn't split it, but generates loot for both people. Right. It generates both people on separate screens. So, I don't see that loot, yeah. but if I do want to take something out of my inventory and throw it on the ground, then we can both see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's it's that's really well done. So that I don't have to worry about when I see stuff. I just automatically, just like I'm in the single player, I'm just like, I'll pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I don't have to worry about it getting greedy. If there's a, um, they have these little health orbs that appear that'll heal you. If you get one, it actually heals both players. So really well done. So you don't feel like you're competing against the person you're playing with. It actually feels well, like co-op. I only think that could work in like a Diablo setting. That type of thing wouldn't be able to work in an MMO type setting. You can do up to four people, but I hear what you're saying. No, no, I'm saying, well, in MMO too, but like, there's rare, rare weapons and it'd be annoying. There's rare in Diablo too. They have yeah, all, but it's a little stuff. different. I feel it's a little different because it's not, you're in your own contained game at that point where it'd be really annoying in a, a large MMO where I'd be playing and I was with someone else and they kept on getting all these kick-ass, you know, um, drops and I didn't get the drops because I never even know about them. Like, cause usually what most MMOs do is if a kick-ass item comes up, you can, Say, I, I need it, I greet it, or uh, ignore it, and then there's a random number generator that decides who that awesome drop goes to. Because they're not going to make multiple awesome drops at the same place. Yeah, so 
But yeah, I guess I guess you're. I guess if you have you know PvP or anything like that, it yeah. doesn't matter. But exactly, this, yeah. I don't think it matters. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like it would work out for a Diablo type game, or for like a co-op where you're not trying to like build up a character for like I don't know PvP. I guess. Right. So, so far it seems. Um, so far I like it. Um, I'm taking my time with he it. He likes it. Yeah. Well, I, I like pretty much everything. Not really. <laughs> what about you? Well, all since um, well, so I made some mistakes last week with losing my all my ability to purchase items because I dropped my card into um a shredder. Yeah, kind of stupid. I went back and decided to play through some games that I'd never finished. Um, which, well, two games I never finished. Well, one game I finished, but I played again, again, so I could finish it twice, which was Alan Wake's Not- Nightmare, American Nightmare, which we've talked about before, so everyone already knows about that. Uh, and another one I played through again, uh, played to finish this time because I never finished it was Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think we talked about a little bit, but I finally finished it and, it's a really interesting game from the standpoint. Like, I really liked the gameplay of the game, like the combat. Um, I had fun with it, and I liked my power-ups in it and stuff like that. Because it's kind of like, you know, Deuce X, where you have implants that you can, like, unlock as you go farther and farther in the game. Um, and I liked the graphics and all that stuff. The one thing I don't know is I have no idea what the story was about. Yeah, like, uh, I felt the same way. I felt like when it first started, it was like, this has a lot of potential. And I was like, I'm... What? Um, and the, I, I don't know. It's something about it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. I, I, well, I think it was the whole plot. Like, the plot never, like, you never felt the plot moving forward. Or it never felt like it was really that important. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's more like, how can we get you to the next battle? How can we get you to the next battle? And it was like, I wonder who's going to betray me. Yeah. Stuff like that. And it was, Very, just, it was weird. Yeah, and like, like, there's scripted. a few, yeah. And there's some times too when it was like, I feel like I should have a choice here, but you don't have a choice. You know? I felt like also some of the boss battles were either I was using the totally wrong weapon or they were weighted way wrong. Really? Like I felt like one of the early boss battles was much harder than any of the rest of them. Uh, well, well, see, I um, I didn't feel that way. Like I had a lot of trouble with the one in the train station. Yeah, that one. My no, I did pretty well against him. Again, you just might have had the not had the right unlocks and stuff. Um. I actually see the one thing about the bass battles though, I like them better than Deuce X bass battles. Yeah, here we're saying. Because like they got well, my problem with Deuce X ba- bass boss battles was that you, you know you did that last week too. You keep yeah. saying bass battles. Yes, boss battles was that in Deuce X you had to you couldn't beat anybody with stealth, and I was a stealth player, so it, like kind of took me out of the game. Where these ones, there is no stealth. You are just killing everybody. So when you got the boss battles, it was just killing some dude that's augmented like you, and it like. You know, kind of neat. So, um, I, I don't know. It was fun to play the game, but like I said, I have no idea what the story is about, so there's no way I'd ever play it through again. So, yeah, I have no, yeah, no desire to play it again. And I'm not like, if they said oh, there's a sequel tomorrow, I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't wait till that game comes out. I'd be like, eh, maybe I'll play it. Yeah. I almost did forget. I did two, um, did two other games. Um, well, I tried to play one game, which was, uh, the, the talk of the internet the last two weeks, which was DayZ, uh, which is a modification of a game called Arma, Arma 2. Yeah, I really want to hear about this. Yeah, well, you're not going to hear much about it. Um, so, first off, so everyone knows you need to get Ar- Armada 2 Arrow operative, operative, I think is what it's called. Not Arma 2. That's so, it. can you buy the expansion alone? Yes, you can. 
Yeah. Oh. You're supposed to get Arma 2 Operation Arrowhead because that's where the mod works. I bought Arma 2 thinking, oh, it's an Arma 2 mod. Um, you, it doesn't work with Arma 2. So I had to buy two games, which was a little annoying to play this mod. I then installed the mod and I was pretty excited to try to play DayZ, but for some reason, during my installations of the mods, it now thinks I have uh, corrupted a file somewhere. So whenever I try to join a server to play on, I can't join. So you get started all over. Uh, well, no, I think I know what happened, uh, and so I can I think I can fix just that piece of it. But I had to, I redownloaded the game twice because I was having some issues because um, Steam wasn't running as administrator, so I couldn't start the damn game anyhow because it run, runs on. Well, I don't want to get too technical, but it runs on older drivers, so you have to be in admin mode to do it. And I didn't know that, and so it was like all these like stepping stones. So I probably spent a lot of time trying to set it up, and by the time I had it set up and I was about to play it, it was way late at night. And anyhow, long story short, did not get to play it. Um, people are talking about the game though because it's a zombie survival game, but Arma Two is supposed to be very, very, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Militaristically accurate. I think I heard the police coming from in the back. Yeah, they were, because I was about to talk about military. Uh, <laughs> so it's supposed to be very, very realistic from like the standpoint of the weapons actually fire how weapons do. Gravity effect bullets. You take damage like anybody would take damage, you know, stuff like that. And the controls are very difficult, I would say, because it's them trying to make it feel more realistic through the difficulty of the controls. So like you can't just go and drive a tank like an act, like, you know, like an action game. So. The zombie game is supposed to be a lot harder and more realistic also because of those reasons. Um, it kind of cool things to do. It's, it's a, it's actually like an MMO type game with like 50 people at once and you're, you're a bunch of survivors and you can help each other to try to survive longer. Or if you actually, you can actually kill each other too. And if you kill each other, you get marked as a bandit. And so then like the, there's a group of bandits that like form up together to like try to kill the survivors and take their shit. So, and then you also have the zombies everywhere. Um, and when you die, you become a zombie. So there's always a self-populating set of zombies from the people dying through the game. So it's kind of neat. I, like I said, I, I can't wait to play it so I can talk about the actual gameplay. But Yeah, well, um, I'll look forward to seeing more about that. Yeah. And so the other thing I uh, picked up that I played was uh, Lone Survivor. It's by, um, was it John Bryan, I think? It spent four years writing this little indie game. Um, it's... Uh, I don't even know how to describe. It. I think we talked about it uh, last last episode, I believe, because uh, I purchased it but didn't get to play it. Uh, basically, it's a adventure survivor horror game. Uh, you play this little this guy, which I have no idea what his name is. I don't think they actually tell you his name. He was wearing a mask. Well, he's not wearing a mask. He's just very smiley. No, they said he's wearing a mask. Really? Yeah. Well, the more I play this game, the more I think it's you are a fucked up individual, and most of it you're just projecting everything onto yourself. Like the scary shit isn't actually happening; it's just you are a mentally disturbed individual, and you think the scary shit's happening. Now, I didn't beat the game, so this is just me hypothetically like guessing what the ending might be, the twist of it all. Um, but it's actually kind of a cool game. Like it's it's a two D scroller, really. I mean, it's best to say it. It's got really you want to say 8-bit graphics, but it's probably even worse than 8-bit graphics. And yeah. It's like any adventure game. You're kind of like moving around. You're trying to find like – you find little um, like shit laying around. Like you might find gas for your stove and then you can cook food and you can might find a can opener so you can open the food. You like uh, – I found a hole in a cabinet that I crawled through and experienced some psychedelic craziness. 
And then like when I got the other side there, I found another hole, but it was covered with this live skin. So I had to find scissors to kind of open that skin so I could, you know, walk through that hole and stuff. So like, you know, typical adventure game, um, there's monsters around and you do have a gun, but basically if you try to kill the monster with a gun, it's really, it takes a lot of bullets and usually you get beat up a lot. So you really want to try to figure out ways to dodge them. Um, in which you can do stuff like, there's places like where there's a recess in the wall where you can set rotten meat in the ground and the monster will come running at you and you hide in the recess and it'll run by you and you can come back out. Or you can like go into one room and you like find a way to come out the other room on the other side of the monster. So it's really you try to avoid, avoid them at, at best. Um, the one thing about the game I really like and I'm not sure who did it, but the music for the game is phenomenal. Like it, it's really gets you in the mood of like this horror game. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's no like scary moments this game. It's not like a jump out scary game, but you really feel like this like odd tension that's there because of the music and sound effects. Um, and then like they have some special effects also that overlays whenever you act kind of weird. Um, so it's definitely a fun game. If you, if people out there like adventure games, I would say, it's worth, uh, I think it's like $9 or something like that. Um, so it's called Lone Survivor. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Um, so it definitely you would want to play it. I, I bought it. I just haven't played it yet. So th- those are the only things I got to play because as everyone might have known, I mentioned last episode that I was going to take a Tuesday off or something and play Max Payne 3. Um, that was until I realized that the PC version isn't released till the 29th. So, dun, dun, dun. I basically got screwed over. I don't I mean not screwed over, I guess, because I get to play on the PC while you people get the old six years old graphics cards pl- powering your game. Um, but anyhow, so I did not get to play Max Payne 3. So I can't say if it's good or bad. So who knows? <laughs> so that's all I get to play. Mm. But you know what that leads into, don't you? Um, uh, martini time? Yes, it's martini time. As we shake our martinis, we don't like them stirred. We'll also talk about the news. I like mine dirty. I like everything dirty. Let's talk about some news, buddy. All right, let's do some news. So let's see. Let me as I'm flipping through the major news. Yeah, the, the no news because E3 is coming up soon. I news. think the most, the biggest story. I think is I have Max to- Payne three outsold Diablo three in the UK. Did, did it? It did. Did not know that. And the question I have about that is, um, do you think that's because more people own consoles than PCs? Or do you think it's because more people actually wanted Max Payne 3? I think it's, uh, probably has to do with console dispersion and, uh, marketing. Okay. The people that who play Diab- Diablo, um, did, I mean, how many? Ad, I mean, there were some ads, but not as many as Max Payne. Correct. I, I was also just thinking, though, is Diablo Three is a, is old PC only? Maybe you know, there's just not a lot of people. There's a lot more saturation for the console, and so random people might try Max Payne Three versus random people trying Diablo Three. Yeah, I I I, I believe that. Yeah, but I think you're missing one of the biggest stories. All right, what's that? It's about GameStop. It went out of business? No, GameStop has become a mobile phone provider. It's called bum, Game, bum. GameStop Mobile. <laughs> well, and 
what what is the my wait do they actually are they a mobile provider or are they uh just sell phones on a different so so you know the powerhouse that is gamestop that uh you could buy games from if you're a terrible human being is soon in the u.s at least going to turn itself into a telecommunication provider literally a provider not just a seller uh with pre-play prepaid and contract uh free deals to uh to bring their own type of phone uh to the table that's actually kind of crazy so they're going to be offers and plans uh gamestop gamestop phones um but go ahead well that's the one crazy thing they did another crazy thing too this week well, they crazy. They picked that the GameStop's phones will run on the AT and T network. No, that's not what they did. <laughs> well, that's kind of crazy. It is a little crazy because ATT sucks. This brought to you by Verizon. No, um, they also started selling gift cards for Steam. Saw that, which is awesome for me because I hate GameStop. But my uh, Discover card, because I'm just throwing advertisements out everywhere. Give me gives me uh gift cards for GameStop, which so, then you can cash in. Well, uh, some places don't let you cash it in for other gift cards, so well they better. I'll just buy a game, return the game, then use the return game money for Steam. Wow, depreciation. No, I'll return the game. I won't open it. It doesn't matter. They won't take on open games. No, you can. Re- I, I buy the gift card. They give me a receipt. In the game, the next day I come back and I return the game and they say, oh, you have $50 credit. Well, I don't know. Work out your own scams on your own time. This is I, a podcast. I'd rather be able to get money from for Steam games than from Discover, but I can't. But it's also kind of crazy because GameStop has Orion, you know, their own downloading, downloadable game uh, uh, application. Platform. Platform. I don't know. Just... I think GameStop is having some weird uh, issues in their brain. They don't have any brains. Yes. But you know, the brains are all on guys that make games. Specifically one guy. Kurt Schilling? Alright, let's talk about him. (laughs) (laughs) He he made a game that you liked. Apparently, Yeah, I talked a lot about it on this show. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalong, The Reckoning. Yeah, yeah, and his company, you know, who made it, basically owes a shit ton of money to Rhode Island, who paid them to move their lovely headquarters from Massachusetts to Rhode Island a few years ago. Yep. And basically what they do, they uh, at first they couldn't pay him back, but then they decided, we won't pay our employees so we can pay you the money. So they didn't pay their employees, paid Rhode Island the money, and then the Rhode Island mayor or whatever, governor said, also announced the release of their next game because... Apparently, he now controls the, co- the company. <laughs> Best of my knowledge. Yeah, and the name of that is actually not the release of the name of the game. It's just called Project Copernicus. Which, Well, it is an MMO from what I understand. Yes, it is. It's supposed to be just uh, very similar to the, the Kingdoms of Amalam studio type of thing. A little more detailed, but it's going to be an MMO. They did. Um, they put out a trailer, and it was kind of like a, a fly-through. Yeah. I, it looks all right, but it looks like a MMO WoW game. Yeah, it, it sounds that way too. From the little things I've read about it, it just doesn't seem like it's pushing any any envelopes. It's just doing the same old, same old, the Trinity as you would. So I was like, oh, 
All right. Yes. But I, I wasn't actually talking about um, uh, Kurt Schilling, by the way. Oh. I, I was talking about David Cage. Uh, for those out there that know, don't know David Cage, it, he's the guy that made Heavy Rain, for example, which Heavy Rain was a great game. Uh, he came out this week, right before E3, and said that he's not interested in, in next-gen consoles yet. And he would, be, he would be excited if, uh, he'd be fine if the PS3 and, well, he says PS3, uh, just sat for another five years. Um, cause he thinks that the challenge is on the creative side, not the technical side with gaming right now. I, I, I saw that. I was appalled. <laughs> appalled. Well, it's actually interesting cause he, I don't know if you, did you see his, uh, Kara de- uh, tech demo that they had for, for the next game that they're working on? No. It's actually pretty sexy looking. Um, I'll post it on our, on our site, uh, you know, thronecontrollers.com. You can check it out. Um, it's a really awesome, like, they, they basically build this Android in the demo and, like, start talking to it. And then, because of errors, it starts taking it back apart. And it's all supposed to be, like, you know, in-game rendering. Uh, but of course, you don't have, you know, bullets flying in the air and other stuff that would, that has to be calculated at the same time. But mm-hmm. it looks phenomenal. Um, but yeah, as you know, maybe he's right. I don't know. I, I feel that right now it's not creative. There is no creativity in most gaming. So I, that's why I welcome technical advancements. Since Call of Duty is going to be made and it's not creative, I, 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 the only thing that can make it better is even sexier graphics for me. So I will suffer. Speaking of sexy graphics. All right. Um, did you know? Remember that hot chick we saw at E3 that was uh, the lab- lollipop change hot chick? Yes. Uh, Jessica Nigel? N I G R I. Jessica Two Boobs is what I called her. Yeah, I, whatever. Um, so she's super hot. Um, but there's actually two Juliets. That's the name of the character in Lollipop Chainsaw. One's Asian. And and one of them is Asian. So apparently in, uh, Asia, in Asia, the, the, con- the country of Asia, Japan, <laughs> they, they have another one. Um, so it's funny because, so they have the, they have a, a West and then they have, of course, uh, the, the, the other the oriented, oriented, the other one. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. I saw some people saying that there should be in the co-op you can play is, you know, they should do co-op and you could be each be one of each the one. other, but, um, funny. I still, I, I think the American chicks are, and I, and I am a fan of Asians. I got a little, little bit of a thing for them. I, I, in all honesty, I didn't look at the pictures of the Asian girl. I just saw the, the thing and I was like, man, I'm getting tired of cheerleader outfits. Move on. What what did you say? You heard me. I was too busy watching the newest Amazing Spider-Man trailer and asking the question, why the hell can't people make a good freaking Spider-Man game? Explain. Why can't they? Uh, I think it has to do with it's it's very a good game. It's complicated. Um, you know, there's just a lot of pieces of it that you have to get in there. The web swing, I think, was pretty good in, in one of the, the ones that, uh, had, um, Bruce Campbell do the voiceover for. But I think just like what you're going to have him do. And a lot of it has to do with like his life story. And, um, some of that is kind of, uh, you know, missing in it because you're in the suit the whole time. 
I think they'd have to make it more of like almost like an RPG. Like you start off, you know, with your costume wrestling and then maybe you get stronger or you start to figure out your powers or, you know, they have to I think actually one of the games they started out with him in his wrestling costume. Yeah, but uh, you know what I'm saying? It has, I think it has to be more of an adventure RPG type of development there. You know, uh, if you, if it was the true Spider-Man, um, you know, he, he could climb stuff, but later he builds the, the web slinger because he can't do, do that in the, in the original comic book. It's a button he pushes in his palm with his two fingers. That's yeah. why he goes like that. And, uh, you know, have, have, you know, you collect parts for that or figure out how to build that and stuff like that. You know, uh, I don't know. I think it just has to be more like that. I think it's just hard to fit everything and you're trying to fit how many years of comic books into like a little story and uh, I think that's hard well I'm just saying though Arkham uh, they did it with Batman they made yeah. some games with him the combo was awesome now I'll admit so in the new trailer they were showing off what they call web rush which they maybe should call it Spidey Sense or they should have said called it something else which is basically kind of like a bullet time type thing where we're swinging through and you can slow down time and then like retarget stuff as you're swimming, uh, swinging, so you can like use his acrobatic skills to take down criminals or be stealthy, so, and that looked kind of neat. Um, I just hesitate buying a Spider-Man game because they always just don't turn out to be that great. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I'm actually, I'm, I'm probably rent this one. I'm not really gonna pre-order it on day one just because I've been disappointed so many times by the the Spider-Man games. Yes, um, just like you're disappointed on all the. Irrational games, games you played? Which ones? Oh, Bioshock. No. Some people left that wonderful game called Irrational Games. And some people left Har- Harmonix. Harmonix. Harmonix? Harmonix. Thank you. And they formed a new company. And they announced their new game. Is called? It Call of Duty. Duty? Yeah, no. Dreadline. Bum, bum, bum. The guitar first-person shooter game. <laughs> no, I, I actually don't even know what this game is. It, it, all right, so it's a um, hybrid RPG real-time strategy title from the company called Eerie Canal. You know, it's people from Irrational Games or Harmonix. Um, and some people from Iron Lore, but who cares about them? So you basically control a group of monsters that travels back through time to when human disasters are about to occur. So, like... In the trailer, you went back onto the Titanic, and you have to kill. All Make it the, happen. No, you gotta kill all the humans before the actual disaster happens. What? Well, um. Okay. It makes no sense at all. Like, why? so. Well, here's the deal: is how many past tr- tragic events would have lots of people? Can they go back in? And do in this game before they deeply offend someone. Well, I guess they, like for some reason, like the Titanic people are like, I guess aren't offended with it. But like, well, it's old enough for people like, okay, I get it, yeah. But if they did like nine eleven, no, that people would be so pissed off. I know. I don't understand. Like, what else are they gonna do? Like, are they gonna go to Pompeii? <laughs> I, I I don't know. It makes no yeah. sense to me. Pompeii. I'm not, kind of, I'm, I'm not sure about this. Yeah, it, it sounds crazy. <laughs> But there's a lot of crazy things going on. And I'm pretty sure that some of the survivors that got off would have mentioned something about (laughs) raging Um, monsters. The raging monsters killing everybody? That was slaughtering all the people before the ship sank. (laughs) 
So, um, you know, Halo Four is coming out. Really? Yeah, and if you want to waste your money, you can buy a limited edition version of the game for a hundred dollars, and it comes with nothing. Awesome. Here's my hundred and fifty dollars. It comes with some map shit, and it comes with some other stuff. But it comes with nothing that makes it worth ninety nine dollars, and it doesn't make it worth forty extra dollars with that. So the reason I actually I mentioned I don't, Halo think, 4, I don't think it's worth sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even made by Bungie anymore, so who knows? Because um, Bungie wanted to, you know, leave and do the, something new and exciting. So they made Halo. Uh, and so Bungie uh, made a deal with Activision to, you know, publish their next game. But because of the lawsuit right now with Activision and um, uh, 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 what's the name of the, uh, the company? Call of Duty Company. Treyarch. Oh. No, 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 no. The other one. Oh, Affinity Ward. Release the contract that they made with Bungie. Bungie has signed into a contract with Activision to make four titles. Four, um, not four titles, but four, a trilogy of, well, a, a quadri, a quadri of titles, I guess is the name of it. Of science, fantasy, action shooter games. Because they wanted to get out of Halo because they wanted to make something that was a science fantasy action shooter game. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are due to fall 2014, 2016, 2018, and 2020. Hmm. 2020. Yes. Really? So now we know what Bungie's is doing for the next eight years. Uh, also in, in the contract, they referred to the game Marathon as, uh, as a prototype of another game coming out that Bungie might release. The weird part is, they want to leave Microsoft so they could work on something other than Halo, but they're going to make a marathon sequel, which technically everyone knows Halo was a marathon in, you know, not in name sequel. And they're going to make a sci-fi action shooter game. Sometimes I don't understand the world of business, I guess. They're in the business of making money. Yes. It just seems sad to me. You know, speaking of shooters. Oh, God. Yes. You know... I'm a big fan of the, the the Alien movies. You are? Yeah, and there's a game coming out called Aliens Colonial Marines. Yes. Well, they finally released a freaking release date. And it's next year. And it's February 12th, 2013. Yes. Finally, I can go on a bug hunt. For some reason, I don't think you seem excited. No, I just, I'm like, oh, shit, that seems far away. <laughs> but you know what doesn't seem far away? What doesn't seem far away? There was a, a retail ad in the UK saying that Guild Wars 2 comes out June 28th. Really? Now, NCSoft came out and said, we have no official release date, blah, blah, blah. It's coming out when it's ready. This is the third store that's mentioned. Either some stores have seen, set, this is the only store I said June 28th, but it was like an advertisement. Most people say um, end of June. Some people have said. Some stores have mentioned. So, well, maybe you'll hear more at the ease of threes of threes or ace of spades, whichever one. Yes, and maybe at E three we'll also finally see some gameplay of The Last of Us, which they now they showed a new trailer, the truck ambush, which is on our site. It is. Uh, it's pretty. I mean, it looks like an interesting game. I I, I do not like. My experiences with their other game, which I can't remember its name right now, but you'll remember for me. Naughty Dog. Uncharted. Thank you. But who knows? This looks like it could be interesting. I also like Survivor horror. Well, I don't know if it's horror, but Survivor games. 
in general. Who doesn't? Could be fun. And, you know, having a teenage girl with you always makes everything exciting. Um, they did have a demo out, but not all of us got to play the demo. And I, I, so I, I said, fuck them. I'm not talking about the demo. Since, um, I don't know, since meeting up with you back in 1957, I believe it was. It was 55. 55? Well, remember we were in the DeLorean and we went mm-hmm. back in time mm-hmm. also. And so oh, yeah. then we met further back than when we actually met. Oh, oh, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah. So, anyhow. What, what do we want? Then? Time travel. When do we want it? It's irrelevant. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, I've been playing more indie games, and I was uh, reading up about um, one that I haven't played, but I think I'm going to pick it up because I want to check it out. Yeah. So, um, it's called uh, Journey Down. Okay. So, it's an adventure game. And it uh, it looks pretty good. Um, well, this is the one that just released an HD version of the game. Right, right. And I've never played the original, but um, I'm just wondering, you know, how it would be, you know? Well, maybe one of them. They I- said it's a, it's a mix of humor, puzzled, and quirkiness from the 90s. I'm all about that. I've never actually seen, I haven't played the game either, so maybe one of our listeners could write in and tell us what they think of the game. So... Um, I was definitely looking about that. And then I saw a story, but I, I, I lost it was, do you remember when we, A3, we saw that one where the, um, the person was shooting those little robots that could turn water into little guys or. Yes. Uh, that game was kind of cool looking. Yeah. So apparently that's coming out or is out. It's coming out. Um, I, I saw a story about, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. Yeah. The name, the name, uh, escapes me right now. Um, well, I'll, I'll find out about it, and we'll, we can mention it next episode. Um, another game I was going to say that you might want to check out from the indie world. Uh, remember at um, PAX East, we were talking about this game called Monaco? Yeah. Uh, like a thief game type thing? Yeah. Yeah, it looked really good. Bright colors, great. Yeah. Well, there's actually – I don't know if that game – that game's not out yet, but there's another game that just came out, and it's uh, on sale on Steam, Dynamite Jack. Uh, which has really the same look and feel, but it's a single player game where you're trying to like sneak around different places and not, and, and you can, there's guards and you know, you set up bombs and traps and stuff like that. And you're trying to basically just beat these puzzles. So that's another good indie game that I'm going to try to try to check out and let everyone know what it's like. So yes. Now I only have one other thing I want to say from the news and I, I just, I need your help with this. Okay. There was a game apparently that came out called Payday the Heist. Yeah. By Overkill Software. Uh-huh. I have it. Is it good? It's um So it's pretty good. It's like a, think about um Counter-Strike, but your objectives are robbing a bank, so there's these little like activities you have to do and waves of um People come in to attack um, the bank that you're in, or or whatever heist you're doing. You can you can set up hostages, and they come and they try to release them. Um, and the as it goes up, they send a you know the higher SWAT team and and stuff like that. So you have to decide, you know, like okay, you're drilling into the vault and this and that, and yeah. um, so it's it's fun. Uh, you know, I played it with. Uh, with uh not with real people with bots which probably wasn't the way to do it so it wasn't as much fun but um uh was uh was very interesting and you don't want to shoot the hostages that causes more problems for you so 
Um, so, I, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was, kind of interesting it was very interesting. Check it out. Um, the reason I asked, though, is apparently Overkill Software and Valve Software are now working together on something together. Um, and it's a very collaborative. And the head of Overkill says, we're working on on a very cool blend of Payday and Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I mean, I could see that definitely. I mean, the, when you play it, um, it kind of has a little bit of that feel. Of course, it's first person, but um, yeah, it's 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 got it's got good mechanics. All right. So on this, it does seem odd because I've never played this Payday the Heist, and yet they're teaming up with Valve. Like, so it's interesting that apparently Valve must it must have caught Valve's eyes. Is what my theory is. Yeah, maybe. So that is all I have for the news, dude. Do you have any other news? No, no, I'm pretty good with the news. And I think we have no emails this week because um, when we canceled last week's show, people got pissed off at us. Yeah, no, we only three death threats this week. That's so sad. They said, if you come out with another episode, we'll murder Case. And I said, we we don't take in demands of terrorists. Wait, you said if we um, come out with one, we'll kill me? Yeah, yeah. If we come on with another episode, they said they will hunt down Case and kill him. And I said, we don't negotiate with terrorists. So when we release this, I'm going to die. It's a possibility they could find you and kill you. But you know what? First Amendment, brother, we got to stand for it. All right, stand right. for it. I'll get my bulletproof vest on. It's called no. a decent. Now, does a bulletproof vest stop a knife? Yes. Well, two knives. No. Oh man, you're screwed. I'm screwed. So. If people want to send me death threats, apparently, where do they do that? Um, I don't know what's your address. <laughs> oh, for the love of God. Send no, I meant, I meant your physical address. Oh, if you want to send death threats through our wonderful, to our wonderful podcast, where would you send it? How about that? Oh, if they want to send them to you specifically, I would send them to case at com. I don't need to be privy to that, nor do I want to be accessory to any crimes. But if they wanted to send in a question possibly to ask about why someone would want to send a death threat or to rebuke and say they enjoy the show, they could send it to podcasts at thronecontrollers.com. Awesome. And is there anywhere else they can get information about our podcast? Yeah, if they go to the site, they can always uh, scroll down to the bottom. They can actually get more information not only about the podcast on the site, but they can get more information about us. Uh, at the bottom on the footer, you can find a link to staff. It will bring up... Uh, Information about both uh, Case and myself, uh, giving you our gamer tags, a little bio about ourselves, our email addresses, um, our likes, our dislikes, uh, our favorite colors, uh, whether we like long walks on the beach or strolls in the dark. Sweet. And if, but I was more thinking, like, where can they go for like more updated news? Because they can go to our site, they can follow us at Twitter at Controller Talk, right? Yeah, hit us up at the Facebooks. And the Facebooks, they like us on the Facebooks. Hit Even the likes. Their IPO sucked this week. They they still need to go and hit the likes on the Facebooks. Yes. And is there any other anywhere else? I think that's it. The likes and the twitters. Awesome. And the emails, the electronic mails, on the the www. And what episode was this? Well, case. This was episode 34, and we out. Peace.
This is Pirate Radio Podcast with Case. Why? Why isn't my friend moving anymore? <laughs>